Well, uh, we want to welcome you all. Welcome to Community Presbyterian Church of La Mirada. Uh, my name is Pastor Jesse. I'm, the one the, I'm one of the pastors here at the church. And if you're a newcomer today, we just want to thank you for joining us today. Thank you for spending time with us. And we want to welcome you here in this place. And so, again, if you see those blue connect cards in front of you, please don't be afraid to fill one of those out and, uh, and uh, leave one in the back. We would love to get to know you and get connected with you. Um, just to start us off, kind of with the little illustration I show with the children's message, just by a show of hands, how many of you thought that the water was actually going to spill out of the Ziploc bag, just by a show of hands? Okay, cool, all right. How many of you, by a show of hands, actually trusted and believed that the water would not spill? Oh, okay. Some of you guys are lying, man. I don't know. Some of you guys are lying at church. That's not right. Okay. <laughs> but, you know, as I came into this weekend, preparing for this week, I just felt like the message that, you know, God put on my heart for us today is surrounding, surrounding this idea about trust. Can we all say trust? Trust. And for us to trust, basically it means for us to rely on something or someone or putting our own hope in something or someone, right? That's what it means to trust. So let me, guys, let me ask you guys a question. How many of you guys own an alarm clock? Raise your hands. Hope you guys do, okay? Many of you guys used an alarm clock today, trusting and relying that it will beep at a certain time to wake you up to come here this morning. Is that true? Yeah, right? How many of you guys own a car? I hope all you guys, most of us do, right? You, many of us trusted and relied on a car to start and to get you from point A to point B. Is that true? Yeah? And here's what I want to get at this morning about trust. I think for some of us, this idea of trust, it can be very hard. It can be very difficult. Sometimes when it comes to trust, we find ourselves very afraid, kind of hesitant, maybe even feeling very anxious. And some of us, we're so afraid to trust because we don't know what things might happen towards the end. We have no clue what will happen. So that causes us to kind of panic, try to take control of things so that we don't get hurt, no, no harm will come. And for some of us, if I can speak very honestly, maybe we have people in our lives, close people in our lives where we trusted we put our trust in, and in the end, we just got hurt. We've been hurt by people we trusted. And if you see in our text today in Psalm 27, 1 through 4, you know, this is a psalm written by none other than David. And as we read it, it sounds great. It sounds super encouraging. But I think the one thing that we need to understand is that David, when he wrote this psalm, he was writing this psalm in one of the most fearful moments of his life, Right? It sounds encouraging, it sounds so uplifting, but he was writing this in one of the most fearful, anxious moments of his life, right? When we read in the text, David talks about armies of men coming after him, trying to kill him, to end his life, and David's just pretty much praying to God, you know, God, save me, save me. And I want to ask us a question this morning, how would you feel in a situation like that? You're in a situation when people who hate you are trying to go, go after you, and you're just in hiding. 
You're worried about what's going to happen. Matter of fact, you may not know what's going to happen. I'd, be, I'd probably be freaking out. I'd be kind of crying in a corner or something. I'd be freaking out. But I think through this text, David teaches us something so simple, yet something so important about trust. Okay? The first thing we need to know when it comes to trust is that we need to know who we are trusting in. So if we look on the screen, and if you have your Bibles with you, I just want to read this to us in verse 1. Oh, can we go back? Oh, yeah. Who we are putting in trust. Can we go to the next slide? David obviously is asking God for help, but he prays this in a very interesting way. Psalm 27, verse 1 says, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Whom shall I be afraid? So David recognizes that I'm in this tough place. I am worried. I'm scared out of my mind. But yet, he remembers who he was putting his trust in, and that is God. That is God. There's a reason why I underline the Lord. He remembers who he is trusting in. And as Christians, we need to always remember that we need to always believe and have faith and put our trust in God. To know that he is our light and our salvation, to know he is our refuge and our place of safety, to ultimately know that he is God. Just like in the illustration I showed earlier with Jackson, uh, one of my students, what was the question I kept asking him? Do you trust me? I never said, do you trust that person in the back? Do you trust that random person across the street or something? I asked him, do you trust me? Not some stranger, but me as your pastor. Do you trust me that as I poke these holes, you are not going to get wet? Do you trust me? And I believe that's the question God's asking us this morning to all of us. Do you trust me? Do you trust that I'm a light? I'm the salvation. I'm your refuge. Do you trust me that I am God? And I think it's sometimes very easy to say that, yeah, you know, I trust in God. Of course, 100%. I trust in God. But there are times when our faith is put to the test. And, we, and it shows in our lives if we really do trust in him. Maybe there might be hard moments coming in our lives and we are put to the test. Showing, and it shows if we really do trust in him. Some of us might be saying, you know, God, I'll trust in you. Just promise me I'll just live a comfortable life. No pain, no worry. I don't have to freak out about something like this. If this happens, I will trust in you. Is that trust? Yes or no? Probably not. Trust is not knowing, sometimes it's not knowing what will happen, but really putting our hope in the one who will guide us and knows what's best for us. We may not know what will happen, but we choose to say to God, God, I know, what's, I know you know what's best for me. I may not know, but you know. And I just want to trust in you, put my trust in you. And I want to give us a challenge this morning, you know, to trust God is to know God. Can we all say that together? To trust God is to know God. And I believe the best way to know God is in his word, is in his word. 
I just want to ask this question to you guys. How can we say we can trust someone, love someone, if we don't even know them? Same with God. How can we say, God, I love you, I trust you, but we don't even spend time in his word knowing him? It's like me going to a completely random stranger and telling them, you're my best friend. Let's be friends forever. He'd probably think I'm a freak, probably call the cops or something, right? Because he has no, I don't know him. He doesn't know me. I don't know him, right? It doesn't make sense. Same with God. If we honestly love God and trust God, doesn't it make sense that we know him in his word? And this leads us to our final point, is that we show our trust in God by continually seeking him, continually getting to know him, right? And if you go on the next slide, um, Psalm 27, 4, one thing I have asked of the Lord that I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. David, did, David just didn't pray, God save me, but he prayed that he would have an ongoing experience with God, that he will get to know God better in a deeper way, that he will behold him and gaze upon his beauty. And uh, many of you guys know, uh, just a couple weeks ago, our youth went on a retreat, a winter retreat with four or five other churches, and the theme of this retreat was called uh, Behold. And we wanted to share this, this understanding of what it means to continually know God and to know him in his beauty and his majesty. And I just want to end our time um, with, this, with the story. Um, just, a couple, just about a week ago before the retreat on the Friday, uh, I, I just kind of felt in my heart to share Psalm 27.4 with our students I just wanted to share it with them and encourage them just as they before they went to this, this retreat um, to really understand to trust God. May, many of them were kind of scared. Many of them were kind of worried about how things were going to go. But I just wanted to share with them like what, how they can trust God going into this retreat, even though they might know what will happen. Uh, I remember just after sharing that and driving home, um, kind of just praying in the car saying, you know, God, I, don't, I never want to be I never want to be someone who just preaches your word and not live by it. I don't want to be someone who just preaches your word and just goes on and does my business. And I prayed, you know, God, just, as with the students, help challenge me to trust in you. Help teach me what it means to trust, trust in you. And so just the week before the retreat, you know, we're all scrambling to get things in order, trying to get things put together. We're all like, trying to make things happen. And I remember just kind of like going back and forth, trying to have everything all settled. And uh, on Tuesday night, you know, I thought the best way to de-stress from everything was to play basketball. <laughs> That's me. I just like to be active. That's my way of just kind of relaxing. Um, many of you guys may have heard, I think just during that time, uh, while I was playing basketball, I actually... Um, was playing, but ended up suffering a concussion. Uh, I got injured while we were playing. Um, what had happened was I tried to go for this block, and I ended up getting clipped underneath my legs, which resulted in me landing on the back of my head. 
Um, I blacked out what felt like seconds, but a couple buddies of mine who were there said I was like passed out for like a minute. Um, I remember just kind of gaining consciousness, couldn't feel my neck, uh, couldn't feel my right arm, um, kind of just wondering like what is going on. Um, long story short, I ended up going to the emergency room, ended up having to go to the ICU. Uh, and they found out that not only did I have a concussion, but I had a slight hemorrhage in my brain um, just from the impact. And um, I remember hearing that news and asking my neurosurgeon, can I still go to the retreat? <laughs> can I still go to this retreat? Like, I'm fine. I feel a little better. Can I still make it? And he kind of looked at me kind of like, are you serious? Like, and I asked, him kinda, I asked him three times just to make sure, and he denied me all three times. <laughs> so... That didn't go so well. Um, but I remember kind of hearing, hearing that from him. And I remember just kind of, st- I had to stay overnight in the hospital. And by the way, staying overnight in the hospital is like the miserable, most miserable, the miserable thing ever. Um, I was like laying in my bed just kind of thinking like, God, just why did something like this have to happen just a couple days before the retreat? Like, of all days, like, of all weeks, why did this have to happen? I just remember just being alone in my thoughts about that. I felt very frustrated. All that planning, all that preparation, and I, won't, like, I just felt like, man, I won't be able to see what happens. Um, and I think just during that time, even after the youth left, I was just kind of wrestling with that thought, just asking God, like, God, why, did they, why does this have to happen? Why did, Why? But I think God really met me in that moment, in those moments. And I think the one question, the question that he kept, I just felt like he was sharing with me was, do you trust me? Jesse, do you trust that I'll be the one taking care of the students? Do you trust me that I'll be the one taking care of this retreat? Do you trust me that I will be the one fulfilling my plan? And I kind of just like thought, I just thought about that. And I realized looking deep in my heart that before the retreat and with all that planning, there was this sense of fear, anxiety, worry. I was so worried about taking care of everything, worrying about how the retreat was going to go, hoping that and worrying about how the retreat was going to go for the students, scrambling for everything. And I just remember laying in my bed thinking and, rem- and kind of just um, realizing that God had to remind me that things were not in my control. But ultimately, it was his, his control. And he had to put me in a place, whether it be the ICU or emergency room, to be alone just with him, to teach me what it meant to trust him and to look to him. And it was a wrestle, it was hard, but God had to really help me realize what it meant to trust in him. I couldn't do anything, all I could do was pray, hoping that the students would be blessed, that students would really understand God and know him, and to fully put my trust in him. And so I just want to end this time with, with an application. Um, 
You know, our theme for CPCLM this new year is called, uh, called Pray and Serve. And I firmly believe that before we can even serve, we must be people of prayer. That we need to pray and put our trust fully in God before we do any, work, any of his work. And so I want to challenge us in this coming week, before you go to work, before you students go to school, start your day by praying. Praying and seeking the Lord. Seeking him and trusting in him. Saying, God, I want to start my day relying on you. I don't know what may happen. I don't know what may come up. But I want to be someone who wants to trust fully in you. And I want to challenge this that I want to challenge that this week for all of us as we go to work tomorrow or go to school tomorrow. Start your day off praying to God. Start your day off trusting and relying in Him. He knows what's best for us. Sometimes we think what's be- we think what's we we know what's best for ourselves, when really God knows what's best for all of us, and we want to trust in God. And so I just want to challenge us today. And I want to challenge us as we go on this week to really rely and trust in him. Uh, let's, let's end this time with prayer. Father, we want to thank you so much, God. And many times we have a lot of questions. We wonder how things are going to go. Sometimes we're so afraid, anxious about how things may turn out. But Lord, I, I pray, just like David, that we may be people who trust in you and seek you, that we may gaze upon your beauty to behold you for who you are. So I pray for all of us as a church family, as we leave these doors, as we go about our business, as we go to work, as we go to school, that we may be people who pray and to trust and rely on you to know that you are good all the time. And even when things don't make sense, we trust in you. And so we thank you so much, Lord. And we want to end this time by praying that the prayer that you taught us, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Thy is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen.